From our family to your family, this is a Legacy of Faith, the podcast. Welcome to A Legacy of Faith, a podcast designed to help your family survive the day, plan for tomorrow, and always keep an eye on eternity. We're glad you joined us for episode number 160 of the program. Leah, I've got an odd question to start with. I know how much you love these. What kind okay. of things happen in the month of February? What kind of things? Yeah. <clears throat> Snow, Valentine's Day... The last podcast we did. That's exactly correct. (laughs) The last podcast we released was in February. Uh, Folks, we are sorry. It was actually the beginning of a two-part series. We were like, you know what? Nobody's going to remember that anyway. So (laughs) so we really apologize. We we talk sometimes about how life gets busy and and our lives are not busier than other people's lives. One of the things we talked about before is we love doing the podcast, but it is a labor of love. It's something we do and we can. Mm And we probably could have done an episode or two here or there in that time, but frankly, maybe not more than that. Right. We have just been extremely busy for us. Uh, and, I mean, if we try to name everything that's happened since February, that, that could be an episode in and of itself uh, because it's just been a wild few months. Mostly good stuff. Not everything good stuff, but mostly good stuff. Uh, of course, in that time frame, you've had, we've had things like Lads to Leaders. Uh, we've had things like Vacation Bible School. Um, uh, our daughter got a job <laughs> that she never works at because they never give her hours. That's a different, that's a different <laughs> yeah, podcast. Right time. Yeah. Uh, so just all <laughs> kinds of things. Central now have a, has a full-time youth and family minister. In that so there's time, been a lot so. of things, just yeah. good things, but nothing bad. Just Right, just a lot. Just a lot, and we... You know, I think it's okay sometimes. We just step back and... Yeah, take a quarter off or more. <laughs> a third. Well, a year. Whatever. No, not that bad. So... We decided since we, the last time we did this, we actually kind of did a two-part series. We decided, you know, let's just forget that and come back to the other subject eventually, like your books have helped our marriage or whatever. We'll do that eventually. But since this podcast is going to be released, still, I'd say, let's just safely say a little more than halfway through the summer. Um, a lot of congregations have already had vacation Bible school. That's true here at Central. We had ours in June. A lot of congregations do it in June. Uh, others will have theirs. In, in later in July, I'm even speaking on one in August, mm-hmm. and we know a lot of congregations maybe in the uh, east and northeast where school doesn't start again until September, a lot of them have it in August, and so we're kind of in VBS season, but it's also kind of a an odd thing for us, I don't know, maybe, maybe the right wording, because uh, I was quote-unquote over VBS this year at Central uh, while we waited for Noah to get here as our youth and family minister. But assuming... In last year. In last year, yeah. But but assuming that uh, things go as planned and he kind of takes that over next year, um, over, over the course of the next year, this will be my last time running VBS at least for a while. I hope, and I hope for a pretty long while, <laughs> frankly. And so what we wanted to do was talk about Vacation Bible School kind of in general. But hopefully kind of just take some things that uh, we've learned because even though I've been the one kind of, you know, with my name at the top of the organizational chart, I guess, when I've, when I've headed it up, you have been just a massive part of, you know, why I'm able to do that and why VBS goes so well. And frankly, you just love Bible school, not just VBS, mm-hmm. but, you know, Bible school itself. Uh, so we just want to talk about some things that we've learned from coordinating, uh, kind of being the people getting the org charts together and that kind of stuff over the years 
that either if you haven't had your VBS this year yet, you know, put some of these things in place really, really, really fast. Or if you have had yours when you're trying to kind of, you know, get your, what would you call it, your follow-up stuff done and be thinking mm-hmm. for next year, what's some stuff to kind of file away in the idea folder. Which is always good, by the way. Yep. Right after you do VBS because it's yep. more fresh on your mind. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, Central, but. no, Central had a follow-up meeting as this is being released last Wednesday night. I actually wasn't there. That was actually really cool. I was away mm-hmm. speaking, and Noah ran that meeting because I thought it was really neat. As mm-hmm. he starts to get ready for next year, let him run that meeting and, and get some of those ideas of things that went well, things that didn't go well. And like you said, if you've never done that as a VBS thing, right there is an idea. Mm-hmm. You know, within, easily within a month, better within a week or two of VBS, you don't have to get everybody back together, but get your teachers or at least your coordinators together and say, hey, what worked, what didn't work. But we can talk about that in a minute, though. So. <laughs> What's that? Just, that's a good thing to do for your vacation Bible school is to remember to do this right after. And there's some good reasons to do this. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's, let's just make that number one. Okay. Do, do, the, do the follow-up. And, well, you kind of mentioned it when it's still fresh on your mind. But why is it good to do one of these follow-up meetings for something we have every year anyway? We're always going to have VBS. It's going to be done similarly. So why would we take the time to meet even for 30, 45 minutes, 60 minutes and kind of follow it up? Well, for what I mean, it's important to do it every year because things change. You know, the the people who are helping and working with your vacation Bible school might change from year to year, and if you want to have some new volunteers, it's good to kind of in- include new people anyway. And then it's really good to have their feedback too, because it's just you know the more feedback you have, really, I think that's just better because you just have different ideas and different opinions and. I mean, I think that's a good. Well, one of the things, you know, like I said, my name has been kind of the top of the org chart a bunch, of, not here at Central a bunch of times, only a couple of times, but overall, I've been in charge of a lot of vacation, vacations, Bible school, or vacation Bible schools. I guess it's vacation Bible schools. Yep. VSBS or VBSs. <laughs> VBSs. There you go. Um, but even if your name is kind of at the top of the org chart, you don't see everything. Um, you don't see as much of the granular stuff where teachers have a really good idea, but they, even the teachers don't see it till the week is going on or till mm-hmm. they kind of sit back for a second and go, you know, if we had done this this other way, yeah. this might have gone more smoothly or um, or we did this and it you know it just blew up in our face, but you didn't see it because you saw, hey, the numbers went up, so everything was great. Well, I mean, I guess it's it can there are advantages and disadvantages that you know maybe the disadvantages is right after vacation Bible school, if you have a meeting like this, it's fresh on everyone's minds, and and people remember the tiredness or the frustrations more acutely, and so then if you wait longer, they they forget, which might be an easier meeting. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, everything was fine. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll just do it the same way next year. But that doesn't really help your problems. <laughs> you know, if, if there was a real issue that needs to be addressed that's frustrating teachers or, or you know, whatever, whoever, then it is good to have people talk about it right away. And, you know, you just have to deal with, like, okay, this is not like a personal uh issue between like if you're in charge of vacation bible school it's just it you know like that phrase it is what it is like you know there's some things that maybe need to be addressed going forward or maybe a new idea that someone has thought about or maybe they've heard about and they want to you know bring up because they think it might help in a in a way so yeah and it's you know me mr organization you know it's great to have an agenda for that kind of meeting even if the agenda is just as simple as 
let's talk about what's good and what's right. bad. Because if you do, like you said, everybody's tired, you know, the next yeah. week or whatever, it can become nothing but a gripe session. It can. And things yeah. do go well. And, right. and it's good to remember yeah. both sides. So, hey, let's take 20 minutes, yeah. talk about some things we want to make sure we do again. Let's take 20 minutes, talk about some things that either we need to improve on or cut mm-hmm. or quit or whatever. And, and it's true with vacation. I've thought of this before that vacation Bible school, the week of that or, you know, the day if you have it just one day, but it's very frustrating and hectic and mm-hmm. chaotic. You're dealing with a lot of a lot of kids and very often you're dealing with kids that are visitors if you, you know if you really try to out, use it as an outreach. And so it is gonna be chaotic and frustrating and sometimes there's not so much you can really do about that. You just have to kind of kind of get through the week and, you know, maybe tweak what you can but Still, at the same time, you know, it's easy to get into that mindset like we can have it a, per, a perfect vacation Bible school where there are not any issues, and really that's just probably never going to happen because mm-hmm. you're going to have the students who maybe don't act right. You're going to have students who, you know, don't cooperate or, or maybe just the unexpected things that always happen when you're dealing with children. And mm-hmm. so, you know, or with, when you're dealing with a lot of people, even adults, right. like do you have all these different ideas floating around or personalities that you have to kind of mesh together so all right so one thing obviously is just you know have some kind of follow-up where it's a meeting as much as i hate meetings i would prefer a meeting over like a survey or something like this but but i hate meetings but this is the time to have one here's the second thing we've learned over the years is that vbs is a great way to not just include a lot of workers but to include a lot of new members or even people who aren't involved in a lot of other things. Right. And part of the reason is it's only a week. Now, the preparation, I know the preparation takes longer than that. But someone who's kind of, well, I might not want to teach a Bible school class or something. Okay, could you be an aide for four nights or for right. one Saturday or whatever the VBS happens to be? Now, a lot of times you have to be the one to kind of tap that person on the shoulder and, and get them, if you will, or a coordinator does or something. But it is a great way to include people or connected with that people who may not work with children as much at right. much at church, but they do have a skill that helps with you know somebody who's not that great at teaching a class, but could they be in charge of crafts or be right. in charge of not in charge of but just sit in on a class mm-hmm. uh, with somebody else as a great teacher in, involve different people. Right. It's a I great mean, way to do it. Just think about all of the the talents that are involved with a really good vacation Bible school. You have your teachers, and that's generally what we think of. You mm-hmm. need your teachers for vacation Bible school, but you also need, and you also can use people who you know maybe cut things out for those teachers mm-hmm. that they may never step foot into teach mm-hmm. a Bible class with four and five year olds, but they don't mind one bit to cut out the little patterns for a game you're going to play, and you know you have all the or they might not you might have the person who doesn't mind a bit running a laminator mm-hmm. and do and all of that is necessary or things like decorations i'm, you, I'm not a great teacher really but i'm really good at decorating right. well, team them up with a teacher and if let them work together on it. that's right if they're creative they can you know make a beautiful you know setting for your for whatever you know either the main room or classrooms and there's just all kinds of you or the obviously like snacks mm-hmm. or serving snacks mm-hmm. and in this is something we might talk about later, but even, you know, if you're having like an, an adult class or something, having your members who aren't helping really at all with Vacation Bible School just be there to kind of visit mm-hmm. with Visitors. the visiting adults who maybe bring their kids. And it's a great outreach 
for them to be able to just be friendly and talk to them about the church and talk to them about it, even if it's just trying to get them to want to come back you know even if it's just that like yep. we're friendly we're we're gonna have a good time and laugh and you know laugh about the kids and everything and then they, lo and behold maybe they love what this feels like to have their kid involved with something like this and they think the adults are friendly so they might come back yeah and it might be as simple seriously as whenever you start organizing your you know we know we need this number of people opening up your church directory app or your church directory book and scrolling through it and say, hey, who have I never asked to help mm-hmm. with a vacation in some way? Like you said, snacks or registration mm-hmm. or decorations or designing a T-shirt. Who have I never asked? All they can say is no. Right. <laughs> so so ask new members. And I hate to say fringe members because usually they're people who are doing something. They just never maybe helped with the Bible school program. But here's a, here's a great right. time for them to you know dip their toe in that water. And when, isn't it better to ask for people to help and then maybe hopefully nicely turn you down mm-hmm. than to have people who might want to help do something, but they don't really know what it is that yeah. they need to do. Yeah. And, you know, they, they might need people to come and say, hey, would you mind doing this? Yep. That's right. That's right. So you kind of hinted at another thing we need to talk about, and that is as, as tired as you are at the end of a week of vacation Bible school, follow up, follow up follow up Mm -hmm. why are you having this if it's just now 2021 our elders let us have vbs at central but they even said and we said it's okay if we have some visitors but frankly we don't need 300 kids running around our buildings we're still dealing with we're actually dealing with a surge in COVID a little bit in our area Mm -hmm. and so it was well as things like okay we will have it but let's do it a little bit differently we kept using the phrase you know soft cap you know we kind of had a number in mind of what was going to be safe to do usually it's like let's bus in people from 65 counties away mm-hmm. and fill the building up. Is it just to have more kids or is it trying to get people to come to know Jesus? Figure out a way to follow up. Yeah. And there's all kinds of ways you can do that, but just to try to, you know, you want to make a good impression. You want to have, you know, one benefit obviously is just for those kids to expose them to some Bible lessons. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you have an adult class or, you know, even if you don't, a lot of times adults will just bring their kids and they need something to do maybe. And, and that is a good way you can, you know, like I was saying earlier, you can speak to them and talk to them and just get to know them, make them feel comfortable in this setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause a lot of times people come to vacation Bible school and they don't go to church anywhere else. Right. Or very rarely. You know, yeah. sometimes they just make the circuit cause people like vacation Bible school, but sometimes they, they might not go to church regularly, but they, want their kid to go to a vacation Bible school or two in the summer. And, and I think a lot of that's because they went to vacation yeah. Bible school when they were a kid. So, hey, people, this is kind of a yeah. tradition thing, which we could argue is good or bad, but it's it's not the worst thing in the world. And they might think it's more doable than coming to church I mean, all the time. Coming to church all the time, yeah. let's just be honest. you know. So they do it. So it's good to have them feel comfortable and, and feel like this is a place that they could belong. Mm-hmm. All of that is so necessary. You know, we There's all kinds of ways you can do that with you know, just in person, of course, during mm-hmm. the week, but having the address mm-hmm. and have people send them cards or just actually make a real visit if, it, if they really kind of showed some interest. Which we've done this, this year, yeah. and, and we, we were amazed. Noah went with me, and we visited, I can't remember how many houses and things, and it was kind of, the, you kind of got this picture of like, wow, they came by. And part of the reason is, look, if you're willing to come to our building, we're willing to come to your house mm-hmm. or your apartment, whatever it happens to be. We're not going to stay five hours, but if you're willing to make that drive or ride the bus across town or whatever it happens to be, 
we can at least come by and say thank you. Right. And they may never come back to church. It may never happen. But they can't say that you weren't kind and you didn't also reach out to them, not just them reach out to you. Mm-hmm. And there's something to be said for that. So, so follow up. One thing before we start recording, you talked about, we'll make sure we had plenty of time here to, to think about, is Central has done this the last, well, last several, last several times at VBS. You always have to say that because you had to skip that year in 2020. So yeah. the, the last VBSs. And really, most of the time when we were at Lebanon Road and we were at Ninth Avenue, this was the case. And that is most of the time, right? And that is, we did our own. Now, we are not anti, you know, boxed curriculum. We've used some in the years past, and some are really good. Mm -hmm. But there is also an advantage, several advantages, to doing your own. One is you can get more people involved because Mm -hmm. you've got to have people like you said. I mean, you've got to come with everything, Mm -hmm. you you know, scripts for a puppet show or, you know, or whatever, lessons, visual aids, you know, crafts, you got to come up with everything. But one thing you wanted to talk about for a few moments is even though it's a crazy amount of work on the front end, on the back end, it can actually enhance the actual Bible school program if you do your own curriculum for VBS. Why, why did you want us to talk about that for a minute? Well, and I guess... Or a few minutes. <laughs> everyone is... Everyone uh, probably, I'm sure, would look at this differently. But I don't know how many times I've seen, like, in a resource room at different places not just any i mean not any one particular place Mm-mm. but you see the old vacation bible school materials and and at least in my opinion most of it really is not very usable again it's very catered toward that particular theme you know most of the box curriculum they're going to have uh they're going to have like the theme that they use, you well, know, like a team or whatever. Exactly. It's going to be, instead of a nice poster about the life of David, it's going to be a nice poster of a circus. Yes. <laughs> and so a lot of you are like, okay, and nobody really wants to ever throw it away, of course, until like maybe five years later. Can, can I tell you a story real quick about <laughs> yeah. that? When we were, when I was a youth minister at Ninth Avenue, so this would have been so, you know, 2000, let's say five or six, somewhere in there, the elders decided we had to have a really good Bible school clean out, you know, classrooms and everything and so since i was a youth minister i did the youth room and there's a giant cabinet in the youth room and i was going to the cabinet and found some i did find a couple of usable things mm-hmm. and everything and i found a poster from a vacation bible school from 1973 mm-hmm. i will never forget <laughs> it and i was thinking this has been in a drawer in this room for 30 it years is so normal because you know you get through that week and you have all this if you buy it for that week, it's new. You know, mm-hmm. this newish material, you've only probably handled it for like a couple of weeks or three probably. And so you feel like, well, we should just keep this. And a lot of it's just not usable. I feel like the, the uh, if you do your own, if you come up with your own theme and you come up with your own ideas, at least your, your lesson materials are going to be more general. And I believe you could probably, I mean... I mean, I still love Pinterest. I know it's not as popular as it used to be, but you could always find a cute VBS theme and say, hey, yeah, why don't we do that one? You know, like God's team or whatever. Even if it is one of the older mm-hmm. ones that people have bought, bought in these boxes before, you could still take that idea and go with it and right. make your own and come up with an, an idea and 
you know, use it for your decorations, but actually for your Bible class material, you know, you spend all of that money to buy these materials. And a lot of times churches have materials to teach whatever lessons you're going to teach. You know, they might need to be freshened up. Sometimes you already have that. And so pull those lessons and, and uh, it depends on how you organize all of your materials, I guess, how easy that might be. But you know, I, speaking I just, of which, you're going to be speaking of that at Pollerstone Pulpit in August. Right. Hopefully everyone will come to that lesson. Oh, all the ladies, anyway, will come to that lesson because it's going to be fantastic. Well, I don't know about that, but I'm going <laughs> to at least talk about stuff that at least I've learned over the years. But anyway, I think, you know, I think it would just, it, it's a good use of your money, I believe. And then when it's over, if you've put your time and effort into it, those materials that you spent a few weeks and had teachers or volunteers maybe per making, like right now there's a big uh, Goliath head sitting in our uh, curriculum room with the little stones that's like a little game that a teacher made. Mm-hmm. An awesome teacher made this. Well, we could for use VBS. that for Vacation Bible School. We could use that for years. So it's like your time and energy get devoted into something that will last instead of the boxes of random one-page visuals mm-hmm. that nobody's really going to use much anymore. And, and not to say there's not some stuff you can, because I, you know, I think you could save some of that. But I just feel like it's better, and I feel like you can uh, more tailor it to your particular talents in yep. your congregation. And again, we're not anti-boxes. No. There are a few here there over the years that are really good. Yeah, and sometimes you just need to do that yep. for, for, what, diff- for, for different, different reasons. reasons. Right, exactly. But it really can... A, use more people, but also, as you said, it can actually help the Bible school program in the long run. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you talk about a lot when you talk about Bible school, especially with smaller kids, let's say two, threes, fours, fives, right in there, is they need the same stuff over and over again anyway. Repetition is one of the most important things. Mm-hmm. So, like this year, one of our lessons at Vacation Bible School was the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, we made some visuals and things our teachers did and others for the prodigal son that then went in the Bible school program room I don't know when they're going to study the prodigal son in Bible school let's, let's just say for argument's sake it's like in December I have mm-hmm. no earthly idea what if they had basically the same lesson is that the worst thing in the world not no. at all they'll remember it exactly right. if they remember the same visuals if you take care of them especially little kids and you only have them two years at a time and so usually kids that young it's actually really good for them to see the same visuals because it will spark that memory so I think it's great. Yeah, so we would encourage you to at least consider, and it takes a lot of work, but at least consider that, which leads to one, I've got one last thing, unless you have another one to talk about. Well, can I just say like maybe one minute about, sometimes that's overwhelming, like doing your own. Yeah, because it's going to piggyback into what I'm saying, I, getting ready to say, I think. And this, I don't, you know, this could turn into something long. I'm going to really try to say this briefly. You but, said a minute. I've got the clock on. <laughs> but... Really, most Bible lessons, like you're going to choose, if you chose a theme, like let's, like one year, we last year we did a lot, I've seen a lot of uh, Vacation Bible Schools, like a royal VBS is about David, or you could mm-hmm. do it about just kings of the Bible. Right. And so, you know, you use that as your theme and all your cute decorations and everything, but then your Bible lessons are still going to be the same kinds of Bible lessons you would probably teach mm-hmm. during your Bible school program. And so, really, it's the same approach is what you would do if you had that on a Sunday morning. I mean, I usually try to, you know, do little extras and make it 
extra cute, which I know is a pet peeve you might be talking about later. No, but. Well, I was going to say, off, I can't talk all of a sudden, often a Bible class at VBS is a hair longer than a Bible class, right. so often you need a little bit you of extra know, you have, cute and, stuff. And you're also trying to appeal to some kids maybe haven't been to church very much. You want all the little things right. you can to make it interesting for them. So really, you know, Pinterest, things like that, all the little resource books that, I mean, we've a couple of years now in a row, our church has bought some extra resource books that are going to be good for us to have for always that you can make a copy of a craft. And uh, I just, I would, I'm like you, I just would like to encourage people not to be turned off by that idea because I can really see it working for churches and being very good and useful. Yeah. What I was going to say that piggybacks off of that, the last thing I'll mention as far as just kind of a point for this that we've earned over the years is start before you think you have to. Mm-hmm. With, you know, the years... Well, when we moved to Nashville. We moved to Lebanon Road. And one of the elders came to me one Sunday and said, Hey, you used to be in charge of EBS when you were in Alabama, didn't you? And I said, I know where this is going. I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes, you want to be in charge here? And I was like, sure. When is it? It was like seven weeks away. Well, I, I was scared to death. What I didn't know was they already had a theme picked out. Mm-hmm. So it was basically, you know... It was basically coming in midstream and driving the train. Cause mm-hmm. That's mixed metaphors of all, all the time. <laughs> I'm rubbing off on you. Yeah. But then in future years, and this is just this is my kind of personal rule, I guess you could say. For example, here this year, our vacation Bible school was in late June. My goal was to have the theme and the stories, you know, what Bible stories we're going to talk about, what mm-hmm. text in place by the end of February. That seems really, really, really early. It ain't. In fact, it probably should be earlier. Um, because then you're giving your teachers March, April, May, and half of June to get everything together. Um, one of the things, and I care which curriculum, which company makes the curriculum now, but one of the first years I was ever in charge of VBS, it was a boxed curriculum. Mm-hmm. And frankly, the only thing I learned from it was in the director's or the teacher's thing or whatever, it had a chart of how early to start certain things. And it was like 16 weeks out. And I was like, that seems like forever. And you start doing the math, and it's like, no, that may not be enough. Mm-hmm. And so somewhere in the range of 16 to 20 weeks out, if you can at least know, okay, this year we're going to do, like our, our VBS issue was a road trip. And these are the four Bible accounts we're going to talk about. Things that happened on the road. Right. <laughs> and And... The texts, which in our case was fairly easy because, you know, prodigal son, or yeah, prodigal son's only found once, you know, good Samaritan's only found once. But one of ours was Saul on the road to Damascus. Well, that's found three times. Mm-hmm. So which one of those do we want to emphasize? Well, we chose the one from Acts 9, but also said, especially in the older classes, make sure you mention Acts 22, arise mm-hmm. and be baptized, wash. So you know that stuff. And most vacation Bible schools have sort of a theme for each night. You know, like 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 ours, one that was like bring a map, one was like you know that sort of thing. If even that level of stuff is done, three and a half, four months out, and the other part of that is, you say I don't have all my staff in place, but I know who's over the elementary department, I know who's over crafts, I know who's over snacks, I know who's over decorations, and two or three other areas. As a coordinator, I'll tell you, your work's almost done. And and really, that's good because, you know, even some some people might not do much with that at all for two or two months or three. Mm-hmm. And then they may be the, you know, just put come, you know, push comes to shove. They get everything done at the end. But then there are other, you know, your coordinators like who are going to 
be kind of over the elementary teachers or preschool teachers or whatever, they may be running those ideas through their mind. They may be trying to talk to teachers who they think might want to teach. And then, you know, those are the ways you just make it not near as hard as you say, oh, well, we did that in February. And in February, we went to the lectures. Yep. I chose some of the things that we were actually going to use. Some that, of was, that was usually, I started doing that. I tried to start doing I should say. When we were at Leaven Row and I was in charge there, I thought yeah. if we can either have the theme or a couple of theme ideas by the Freed Harmon Lectures, right. guess what we're going to do when we're looking at bookstores? And, you know, there was a booth set up in the book exhibit where she had the visuals, and mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, Good Samaritan, check, yep. check, you know, exactly. you know. So. so, you know, some people, like you said, some people are last-minute people, but if you're in charge or over something, not everybody under your you know organization is a last minute person. Mm-hmm. Think ahead, think way, way, way ahead, and I guarantee you, it's going to help overall. And if you're doing your own curriculum, it's really going to help overall because, as you said, your brain's going to be going that mm-hmm. way. It's just even if you're not consciously thinking about it, I promise you, it's in there. You're thinking mm-hmm. about it, and you see something even driving down the road, and you go. That's a neat billboard idea. That might make a good bulletin board. You don't, mm-hmm. even, you don't even realize it. That's just right. the way it works because it's just in there uh, constantly. So start early. It's uh, it's July's has been released. So your VBS is like next June. Start in about a week. <laughs> That'd be good. No, but seriously, about about four months out or so, even maybe more than that, is great to at least do the high level stuff. And I think I think your teachers and others will actually thank you. Um, even if they are kind of last-minute people, because it's been on their mind that whole time, and they're ready by the time. Mm-hmm. They're ready. Yes, it's a hectic week, but they're ready, mm-hmm. big time ready by the time that week gets here. Mm-hmm. All right, anything else we need to talk about? That's, that's everything we know about vacation Bible school. That's <laughs> it. We know nothing else after what? How many times? Let's see. I'm in charge. There's probably of, more. There's some seven, of the big things. Fourteen. I think sixteen times I'm in charge of EBS. That's scary. That's sixteen rounds of kids that have. <laughs> Not learn much. <laughs> Get good help. That's and we're saying this as people who've totally dropped the ball doing it before. Oh, yeah. Most of this like, is I learned remember, by mistakes. I'll just say this just so we're not – so to keep things real, we uh, – I remember very vividly <laughs> uh, starting VBS too late and at the time could not understand why this happened but had a, had a lady – basically just say she couldn't do it because mm-hmm. i mean and i'll Not say me i'll say me because i, I don't know if it, it might have been both of us i can't remember but there were things that i did not give in time to her and i remember you know being really young and, and this is very new and not understanding and that's mature you know as you grow you know, get older, you kind of now, I definitely see like, oh uh, yeah, because not everybody, you know, is going to be this kind of person that's just like really quick in, in, you know, one or two weeks. And I remember she just could not, she said, yeah. I just don't have time to do this now. And, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll just, I know we've gone a little longer. She wasn't mean about it. She yeah. was very nice, but it was just, I couldn't figure out what was going on. But now I know exactly what happened. Yeah. I'll just, yeah, I'll just mention this. It's obvious, but kind of, <clears throat> you know, it gives you something to think about. Often, sometimes, yeah, people ask me before, you know, how do you organize all this stuff? And the phrase I use is I arc stuff. And what I mean by that is before something is done, I've already started the next thing. And VBS is one of those things you have to do that with. If you wait until all the other stuff in the church calendar is done before you start planning VBS, mm-hmm. it's not going to work. 
you have to start planning it before, you know, the graduation banquet in May or even like Lads to Leaders in March or April. Mm. You have to at least have laid the groundwork before yeah. this other stuff happens, you know, because then you've squeezed yourself into such a, you know, such a corner. And I'm not saying it's to mean anybody, but you can't do it as well as you could do it if you just yeah. try to throw it together. And sometimes it goes against some people's brains, how they work. They've got to finish something before they start another thing. But you're right. It's not one of those things you can do that with. Right. And if you can't do it, maybe try to get somebody else who can. Like, I, I need to work on this, and my mind cannot shift gears as easily. But could you please start thinking of a few theme ideas mm-hmm. for me? Who knows? People are usually willing to help with that. And actually, sometimes they're relieved that somebody's mm-hmm. giving them a specific job. Right. You know, they feel like they want to help, yeah, but so they don't really want to do If you want to help with VBS, yeah. show up. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. All right, so... VBS stuff, very important. We love Bible school. It's kind of a specialty thing, but uh, since we're kind of right in the middle of that season and we hadn't recorded anything since, like, you know, Freedom Army Lectures, we thought this would be maybe something encouraging to you, uh, and hopefully it is. I'm going to make a promise, Lee. We'll be back in two weeks. Good. We'll see if we can come through with that. <laughs> I think we can. I think we can. In fact, I know we can. So, I don't know how I know that, but that's it. It's a guess. It's a guess. <laughs> well, we look forward to, to doing that. Hope these things have encouraged you. Leah, I love you. I love you. And until next time, for your family can go to heaven. Just make sure you go there together.